Hi. Hi. Welcome to Mindful Polly. Welcome. I'm Fox. And I'm Nova. Today we're going to talk about the relationship escalator. Yeah. This is part of our milestones series. Mm-hmm. Because the relationship escalator is made up entirely of milestones. Yeah, really. It's, it's a good one to start a <laughs> milestone series off on, isn't it? It may have inspired the name of the series. <laughs> no way. Oh, I believe so. So where do we start? What is the relationship escalator? Yeah, I think that's where we start. So uh, the relationship escalator is uh, sort of an unspoken but well-known set of steps that we assume each relationship we get into will go through mm-hmm. sort of as we we tend to think of without realizing it we often think of them as markers of the um, validity and importance mm-hmm. of the relationship so that oh. might be um go- going for titles like saying boyfriend girlfriend or getting engaged or getting a yeah. home or having a child or maybe staying overnight for the first time yeah. Going on a trip together. Mm-hmm. Moving in together. Moving in together. These are almost all involved in relationships. Yes. Because it is the relationship escalator, of course. But it's also about like first you, you know, go to school, get a job, get a career, uh, we work, have milestones and then retire. For, for just life. Like that would be an escalator. Yes. And I think um with all of those, it's not just about the commitment you two are making to each other it's also about all of the validation you get from every possible facet of society about the validity of that relationship and how important it is and how serious you were taking it so uh, a lot of the relationship escalator is actually rooted in sociological terms Mm -hmm. and um, those being like norms it's a societal norm the expectation that all relationships follow an escalator so norms are all around us all the time we take them for granted it's very easy to we just uh they are the things that feel default feel feel easy and sometimes we don't even know that we're doing them until we've broken one or we see someone else breaking one so so this can happen when you maybe come out to someone as being poly or when you you and a new partner realize you can't take the next step on the escalator. You realize, oh, like we are breaking this escalator norm mm-hmm. <laughs> that we didn't even know we were following. We didn't even know about the existence of the escalator. Like typical monogamous culture doesn't have a name for it, really. We yeah. call it, I don't know, uh, like there are similar things like the uh, nuclear family, like the typical American dream of, you know, career house. 2.5 kids, white picket fence, that kind of thing. Like those are portrayed as the goals. And like how we get there is like we're nudged that way, kind of steered that way, reinforced that way. And but it's not like we we had a class on that in school. We didn't learn that as like here is the course your life will take. Yeah, those are I mean, so in sociology, they have a term for it, which is sanctions. And those are sort of the ways that we keep each other in line, sort of these informal little tweaks and nudges we give each other. Maybe it's a, you know, like a looking askance or or it could be something as extreme as, you know, like some people who come out as poly get um, their families kind of disappear or don't want to be around them or don't or friends don't want to be exposed to that, that kind of thing. So there are all kinds sanctions. of ways that we sanction and and communicate our disapproval and the fact that you haven't fallen in line 
Um, we have to other them, show them that they've done something wrong. You're weird. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I am so weird. Yeah. Did you know you're weird? I'm very weird. Yeah. I like that about you. I've done so many weird things over my life. Yeah. But I got even weirder when I became non monogamous. <laughs> totally. At well, least society. Weird by their standards, yes. <laughs> by my standards, it's wonderful. One time, me and my previous partner uh, went to, I went to my family for Thanksgiving and she went to hers for Thanksgiving and everyone freaked out. They were like, oh, is there trouble in your relationship? What's wrong? What's wrong with your marriage? Like, why, why isn't he here? Why isn't she here? Like, the expectation was that, oh, we got sanctioned for that one. Like, that oh, yeah. you do everything together. Oh, yeah. And even though we were like, it was, it was, to us, it was like such a hassle to drive around between different cities and see everyone on every holiday. And we were like, well, this, this year, I'll do that one, you do this one, and then we'll, you know... We'll go to both to one next year or something like it. It just seemed like, oh, my gosh, that would make things so much it seems easier. It's like for actually us. a perfectly normal solution. Right. But just not in our culture. No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that was a norm we broke and got sanctioned for. So when we're talking about poly people following the escalator, mm -hmm. I, there are a lot of reasons that we as poly people default to the escalator like we've just talked about. And it's also just sort of, I think it's sort of like pressing the easy button to relationship security. One one example of a step on the escalator is spending more and more time together. So mm -hmm. uh, if I offer you more and more time, more and more dates, I'm signaling like you're important to me. I care about you. And it's a it's a That's easy way <laughs> to give you that security. That's how I know I'm more important to you. Yeah. Or that things are going well. I just, I also think that... As we hop off the escalator with partners, um, the steps we're taking that are not in that direction, we have to be really careful because I think it's really easy for those signals to be interpreted as um, like to trigger insecurity and to trigger jealousy. Oh, my um, gosh. It comes up all the time. Yeah. So I think it might be helpful to explore some of the positive aspects of uh jumping off the escalator like yes one one thing that i have experienced as a positive is like there was a recent connection i met on an online dating app and we had a lot of fun chatting like they were like fun and quirky and we shared photos and we uh, brightened each other's days and we talked for like a couple months and it kind of faded off and that's okay like, mm -hmm. it didn't escalate at all. We never even <laughs> met in person. It's like super not escalator. And I still really enjoyed having that person in my life. I think, you know, there's still a possibility we might reconnect again in the future. And I'm okay either way. Mm -hmm. uh, I value the time that we shared and the energy that we offered each other. And uh, it doesn't have to be more than that to still be meaningful <laughs> yeah like so the, the relationship escalator would have wanted you to to keep investing or that it's not meaningful because it didn't escalate oh yes oh my gosh like yes. that they mean nothing because we never even met like if i told a mono person <laughs> oh there's this person that was really special to me for a little bit there they'd be like oh well, well did you meet did you go on dates did you have sex did you you know no <laughs> so it allows you to have the freedom to appreciate connections, I think, in a different way. If you're not on the escalator, it's like we didn't m 
check any of the boxes and it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're writing your um, own script. Yeah. So, like, what are some examples of times when you have stepped off the escalator in your relationships, your poly relationships? Well, one that comes to mind is I have a long-distance relationship. My partner, River, uh, lives far away. <laughs> in a distant land. In a distant, full of magical and land. fairies. <laughs> oh like i keep um oh i don't make this joke often but i it does make me think of like my girlfriend who lives in canada (laughs) like the uh the um the song from avenue q uh there was one character yeah it's where it's kind of a societal trope where uh, if someone is like trying to fit in into society be like oh i have relationships i have they just live far away like, oh, and yeah. then you never, they've that made just up makes a, me think of like a Brack, person who has one, two, 11 imaginary girlfriends yes. and all the imaginary girlfriends are into me, buddy. <laughs> well, I, I've uh, always thought of it like the, cause you're trying to avoid sanctions. You want to appear, appear normal. You yes. Know? So it's like, oh, I, ha- I have those. It's good. Um, so my relationship with River, um, he and I have, uh, decided that we like uh so the things that we've chosen are well i don't want to put words in their mouth uh because they may use different words uh, but what i uh, want to do for that relationship is treat it like a partner like an equal partner who isn't less important just because they're geographically far away from me um so the relationship escalator would want like a long distance relationship to be I don't know, considered less important. Like people wouldn't. Yeah, because like, you can't do certain things. You, you know, Well, like certain things you can't do cohabitate. purely by practical reasons. Like yeah. I, I can't see them every week. I mean, we actually, I do. Or in person every day. Yeah, in person or every day. Weekly. Um, <laughs> I mean, we do a lot of things a different way. Like we do video chats and stuff. But like. Oh, God, um, that is kind of in person. Just yeah, a different well, kind of in person. Yeah. Yeah. We f- you find other ways to honor that and yeah. make those um, those milestones happen. Like, we don't exchange gifts in person, but we mail them to each other. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was a very non-escalatory thing. It's like, I have a long-distance relationship, and it's just as important to me as my uh, the people that live down the street. Yeah. Okay. Have you have you guys um, experienced any bumps, like, because you can't follow the traditional kinds of escalatory steps? Um, I think there are definite some tricky uh things about long distance ones that are they're going to be really uh different for everyone like yeah it's it's gonna be really specific to me what i've had to um adjust to and the ways in which i adjusted but as far as outside uh sanctions because of it i'm actually really delighted to report no <laughs> like i <Yay. laughs> i once told a friend about my long distance relationship who lives in another state and they were like oh that's amazing oh and then they asked me all these questions and then i was like oh and by the way they're visiting and they may come like hang out like we're going to i was talking to a bandmate and i said they may come to band practice and they were just like oh i can't wait to meet them they sound great <laughs> and then uh there's also the fact that my partner's family have been so accepting and open and welcome and stuff and i, I just think these are I'm almost just bragging now at this point. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like it's super lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they've, I mean, I think they've it's, treated it's me. Always helpful to be feel like, grateful for the things that are 
worth feeling grateful about. Absolutely. Like they've invited me to family events. Like, uh, I mean, and they know I'll have to fly to get there or drive or something, but like, uh, I still got invited or, or treated because I'm important to river, uh, that I'm important to them. Like, I'm like, Oh, that's so wonderful. Like, so that was the opposite of a sanction. They were encouraging us, even though we were doing some sort of weird non-monogamous outside the relationship escalator thing. Yeah. It's almost like extra special to be validated and to be, uh, to get hits of security. Yes. Um, when you aren't following the escalator. Yes. You know, like it, feel, it makes it feel even more special. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, so he, here's something I wanted to bring up. An example of a relationship escalatory thing that polyamorous people do a lot Ooh. is share calendars. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. You kind of know it's gotten a little serious when oh you've, God, you have you access to calendars. their calendar. Oh, my God. That's trust. That's, That's trust. trust. Yeah. yeah getting serious it feels so validating right yeah oh my gosh and then it makes planning dates so much easier oh my god like i don't have access to your partner's uh calendar but i have access to yours and i can see your events with other people true yeah 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 and it also um i think it can sometimes kind of fuel if you are prone to compersion it can fuel compersion a little bit to be like oh my partner's doing something really cool today Mm -hmm. like yeah, I can't um, wait to. Hey, how was that? How did yeah, that go? Yeah, tell me how that you know, went. You check in afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can also conversely kind of lead to some insecurities too. Truth. You get a very clear qualitative, not qualitative, quantitative view of oh, they made so many dates with this other person, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, that's and true. it can, or you just see how much, how many days or weeks it's been since your last date. Because that's, um, I mean, I think that's one thing we haven't talked about with the escalator is. Mm. Um, because it is such an important like societal tool to know where you stand in a relationship Mm. that if you see your partner offering other partners um, a chance to get higher on the escalator than you are how do you um, cope with (laughs) the feelings that that brings up for you and how can you find ways to validate and feel secure in relationships oh my gosh (laughs) that is so heavy it is hard i mean it i cannot say personally that i am a a, a pro at this but i am always aspiring to be better well i think uh we touched on this a little bit in our um insecurity episode which was the internal versus external forms of validation yes and that isn't a cure-all but it does really help Mm-hmm. And uh, help mitigate the impact of when your feet, when those insecure feelings pops up. Yeah, that's a great ex- because um, in insecurity, we talked about how it might not be about you. So, um, yeah, I mean, there might be a lot of reasons why. For example, if you're if you're looking at a calendar and you're seeing that your partner's sharing a lot of time with another partner, that that um, isn't about you. You know, like that might be all yeah. kinds of other things that are part of that. That is, that is a relationship that you are not in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just, we are so, in some ways, societally hardwired to interpret it a certain way. Mm-hmm. So you and Stevie kind of have a, have chosen not to follow the escalator as well. Yes, in other ways. Yeah. Well, one, uh, I don't have access to Stevie's calendar. Ooh. But that is not... Uh, Stevie has a key to my house. How's that? <laughs> I have a key to Stevie's house. Ooh. <laughs> but like... <laughs> You would think I would be uh, maybe triggered or at least like that might be a signal 
about something that I don't have access to the calendar. Mm. Or maybe uh, someone might have trouble with that. Like just like, well, huh. you shared it with this person and this person. Why not me? Yeah. Um, and uh, in this instance, I just have. Okay, I, sorry to disappoint. I'm not bothered by it. Like, <laughs> uh, that was her choice you know yeah. to make to offer that or not there are other things that uh, we're very um uh what's the word not entangled but escalated in sure uh, and like we but not so much to the to the same milestone path as my other relationships like uh stevie and i don't use the term partner per se we're we started as metas and then we our connection grew and uh we wanted something is like meta plus, plusle. <laughs> we call each other plusles. Yeah. And uh, I really like it when people start forging their own escalator. Yeah. And start you guys, defining think, it their way. Yeah. More, th- more than almost any relationship I can currently think of, you guys have really forged. The two of you, it feels like you guys have been very intentional about mm-hmm. what steps forward are we taking and what, oh, I shouldn't even say forward. What steps are we taking in what ways? <laughs> See, forward is wrong. <laughs> I hope you leave that in yeah. because that's that's perfect. That's know, how we're, it's so we're wired to, to think this way, <laughs> yes, right? Yes. So what steps, what do we want to share? Where do we overlap? What are we willing to offer each other? And exactly. What, what, and, and what are the edges of that? What things do we not want to offer? What things are we not interested in doing? Right. And, and how you do that uh, kindly and compassionately and all and you know it's it's all this like you know trust wrapped up in it and yeah. like but then w- to the point where every time you don't offer someone something is is that always a bad thing so yeah those are just examples um mm-hmm. about the relationship escalator yeah and some interesting stories surrounding it where do we go from here um what's the next step on our escalator of this episode <laughs> <laughs> oh dear you that went there bad. you went I'm there i'm sorry I am still remembering this moment a couple days ago when you were like, oh, my gosh, I'm such a dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when it came. Um, yeah, because in our relationship, I am a bit more involved in the co-parenting. Yeah. OK, so <laughs> thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for being here. This is really fun. This is really interesting. I love uh, philosophy sociology and psychology so anytime we can dive into those a little bit as we're exploring these just uh lights me up a bit Mm, so mm -hmm. and despite um any hiccups in the recording process which you won't know about because we're going to cut this out (laughs) yeah (laughs) only i get to know about those yeah all my human experiences yes (laughs) that that my spirit spirit had during this episode yeah this is an important topic. It is a super important topic. Yeah. A lot of feels. You know what else is topic. an important topic? <gasps> I want to mention before we go. Oh, my gosh. Is we are having a kind of listener response episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you hear this episode and you would like your comment or your experience to be shared uh, pertaining to one of the topics we talked about in a previous episode, you can write in. Or was it podcast at mindfulpoly.com? Yes. Is the, the email. Absolutely. Yeah, and we will read it. uh, We'll take the ones we like the most and we'll read it. Yes. In that it's going to be one of our final episodes of the season. Uh, We have a couple special episodes planned for the end. uh, And that's one of them. So we're soliciting viewer response. Yeah. All right. Good. As the door opens and the footsteps clatter. And the mom is called. And the mom is called. Hi, Sunny. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for coming. 
I don't know. It was very, it was very much similar to, if you keep making that face, you'll get stuck that way. You know, like it wasn't that. It wasn't that, but it was a thing dad say, you yeah. know. And I was it like, came oh. out of you without you realizing. <laughs> it just popped up out of me, and I suddenly related to my parents on a little bit deeper of a level. <laughs> <laughs>